0: everyone, Tyler Pyburn from WeNeedAVacation.com. This is another edition of the We Need a Vacation, Vacation Rental Podcast. I'm here with Elizabeth Whedon of our homeowner team. Elizabeth, how are you doing today?
1: Terrific, Tyler. How are you doing?
0: I'm excited because we're talking about security deposits <laughs> and how, when, should you, shouldn't you withhold the security deposit? So... It's an interesting topic, and it's a tough one to kind of discuss, too, because everybody kind of has their own philosophy, and sometimes it's case by case, it's never, this is my philosophy, this isn't. But we're going to try to talk about that. What is the, our overarching philosophy? What, what do we suggest or don't suggest you do as well? So l- let's talk about withholding a, the security deposit. What justifies it? So that's my first question to you. What justifies withholding a security deposit?
1: I think the primary reason, um, the, the, the most justifiable reason for withholding any of the security deposit, usually the most common one, is if there's excess cleaning um, required. If your cleaners get there and they say, whoa, this is going to take us so much longer than our normal, what we normally, the time we normally set aside for this cleaning. Um, obviously you think of a security deposit in terms of damage, breakage as well. In our experience, I've I've been here for nine years, and my experience is very rarely is something actually broken. When it is, people usually fess up, and it's an accident, and it all works out well. Um, but it's it's more the kind of subtle damage in terms of uh, spots, stains. Uh, sometimes there's the old ripped screen or something like that. Um, I, I think the the trouble is that many times homeowners kind of don't get this concept of normal wear and tear
0: oh, that's just yes. it that's the one thing i was going to say you know you mentioned a, a spot i mean do you put in your lease don't eat ice cream on the couch you know I mean, those are the type i mean sometimes that happens if you're a kid-friendly home you're going to have kid-friendly damage right yeah,
1: with or without kids or with small kids or, or large kids so i think that's something that we've found um has been a bit challenging for us when Most homeowners kind of understand that concept of normal wear and tear. I'm a homeowner, believe me, every week, I'm there every weekend and it's upsetting to me when I see something, either a brand new rug or or anything that's that's been either marred or or soiled somehow. It's very upsetting, but there are unfortunately some homeowners who are really, what do you call it, uh, meticulous and persnickety about their property and they take it very Personally, and they sometimes sort of overreact. And I I think part of our job has been to make people aware that when you sign a lease with somebody, you are essentially giving up your ownership of the home, right? I mean, essentially that's what it is. And you will have to expect that things happen, whether it's your grandchildren or your kids that do it, or somebody who is a paying guest. Um, And you need to be able to roll with it a little. It doesn't mean there aren't justifiable reasons. Honestly, what we feel the greatest uh, advantage of charging a security deposit, even though sometimes it's brought into question whether it's even worth it if we can't – we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves a little bit here, but how difficult it is in many ways to withhold the security deposit. We feel the value of charging one is in its – preventative, um, the the incentive it provides to vacationers to really be careful. If they do spill something, boy, clean it up right away or, you know, or come clean about it or or something um, so that they do get their security deposit back.
0: On the flip side of things, what shouldn't you withhold for, right? I mean, we mentioned, you know, the the normal wear and tear, you know, is it a little extra cleaning? I mean, it's a tough line to draw, isn't it? Or, you know, what, what shouldn't you withhold it for?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's absolutely true. Um, And that's where it gets sort of subjective, what should and shouldn't be. Um, There are things that people rearrange the furniture or, um, you know, they're just, I'm trying to think of other just wear and tear. I mean, certainly spots. Um, I think the greatest thing is, boy, you better be sure if you're going to withhold money because you found a spot in the rug. I know... Personally, when I look at my, my indoor outdoor rug on on the porch, whereas the di- which is also the dining area, sometimes the spots don't appear for about two weeks later. The mildew kind of sets in if they haven't been treated right. So you know, uh, that's that. I would be very cautious about sticking it to the tenant that just left when I noticed the the spot. I'm not really sure that that happened when they were there. But again, it's a spot you know, people it's in the dining area where. So I, I personally don't think that that would be um, if somebody cut the rug, you know, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They're dancing all over They're the place. Yeah. They cut it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, you know, obviously, I think that that brings it. It, it, it is kind of a, a, an, a an unclear where you draw the line. Um,
0: Do you, you mentioned the lease? Do you? I mean, this is something we talk about all the time of you know communicating with the vacationer and the vacationer communicating with the homeowner. But putting it in the lease, do you iron it know, lay it out for them and say, I will keep the security deposit if blank, 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 blank. Or, you know, how does that part? How does the lease come into that?
1: Well, that's a critical component of the security deposit. Not only does it literally dictate your uh, um, rights in terms of withholding the deposit and how that happens, um, but... I'm such a big believer in my, the expression I think of is the Robert Frost poem, um, good fences make good neighbors. If you have a clearly defined set of expectations um, of how the, the house is to be left on their departure, whether that's in the lease and, or a lot of us, um, we, we often promote that homeowners provide a list of things on checkout that they expect of their vacationers. Now, please keep in mind, this is their vacation. so. A lot of times homeowners make a ridiculously long, uh, you know, unrealistic um, set of expectations for their guests. But, um, but what we find here is that if things are spelled out in the lease and, and something like that, there's so much less room for um,
0: interpretation,
1: interpretation, yeah, and, and misunderstandings and so forth. So um, I think that that is very important to make sure that you have a lease that your lease speaks to the security deposit issue. The other thing that's really important is that you, if you really feel that this is above and beyond normal wear and tear, this, you know, this is real damage or really excessive cleaning or something, just take pictures. If, you know, if you can't be there yourself, unfortunately, you're gonna have to either have a property manager or or a cleaning crew that is willing to take on that responsibility or, you know what, you have to give up that security, you know, r- withhold, you, you cannot justify holding the security deposit, right? I mean, you have to take pictures, you also have to inform them as quickly as possible upon their departure because they could say, well, what do you mean it was totally fine when we left, I think it was the next people who did it, or the people before, or whatever. Um, you can't just willy-nilly because you think it's okay withhold, you, you really do, the onus is on you to provide evidence. It's very easy, for example, if there's excess cleaning needed to ask, the, the cleaning person is going to submit an invoice, right, with more, requesting more money or more hours required. It's the
0: trickle-down effect, right? Sure. It's going to keep going. Yeah. From there. Yeah. So with that, you know, th- that's kind of my next question that I want to ask you is, what do you have to do if you're going to withhold money? I mean is it taking pictures is it as easy as just documenting is it do you have to have the conversation with them do you just say nope that was your $500 check do you take part do you take 50 bucks do you how does that part work from the homeowner point of view what do you have to do if you are going to withhold funds
1: well as as I mentioned if you possibly can take pictures Mm -hmm. I mean that's true for the cleanliness um, but anything broken of course I've had screens kind of ripped down I've taken pictures of it um, whether I withhold the, de- the security deposit or not I've got that before I mean I have to fix it right away I take the picture and I'm fixing it <laughs> the moment later <laughs> because I have somebody else coming so it's coming
0: in four hours later
1: right? or an hour you know yeah. you know it can be very quick so um, but just have I have my phone on me all the time and I'm constantly snapping pictures you can show folks what it was like, you know, you have the, the date, the time of it, and you know exactly uh, what the condition of things were on this Saturday, and then you see what it is on, on the following Saturday. So yeah, I mean, you the onus is on you really to document any uh, problems that have occurred. And it's also on you to convey that, as I mentioned, as soon as possible. You cannot return the security deposit a month later and say, oh, by the way, I'm withholding this because You know, I found that, that's no, that's way too late. You have to let them know, preferably that afternoon or at least within two days is what we say.
0: You know, I have an example, someone um, withheld a security deposit for me, but they told me ahead of time because we came with my dog. They said, it's going to be extra cleaning because we want to make sure that any sort of dander, any hair is picked up. So they let me know ahead of time that, hey, you're coming down with your dog we're going to withhold probably 50 you know we're not going to charge you Tyler, 50 I bucks ahead actually of time take
1: issue with that it's do one you. of my little pet peeves yeah um the security deposit is actually very different than what what he in my humble opinion i think what he should have done was to charge you a pet fee mm-hmm. and that can either be, that's a whole different you know topic but <laughs> that's the next podcast that's we'll the next do podcast. Huh? but they can either you know require a refundable fee if there was no, if they really didn't think the dog did anything. I mean, mm-hmm. most dogs shed, but, um, or they can have a non-refundable fee. I don't care. Every dog, you know, sheds no matter or every dog they're goes to the shed, yeah. Right. So, um, but to lump it in with a security deposit, again, this harkens back to that security deposit is very specifically spoken to in your lease. So it may not have anything to do with a dog. I, I,
0: I think I'm going to call him up and get my money back. It's a couple of years later, but no, I understand. You see, I don't
1: mean to be too petty, I'm but totally. it is. These are legal issues, so you've got mm-hmm. to be very careful if you charge a pet fee or dep- deposit. So,
0: it's uh, in his defense, we had said we might, we might not mm-hmm. bring him down. And he said, "Okay, well, if you do, let me know, and I'll take it out of the security deposit." Mm-hmm. That's kind of how, how it ended up going.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people do that. I, I do think it's not ideal. I, I My opinion is they should really keep those, thing, those two issues separate because mm-hmm. the security deposit really is for excess damage mm-hmm. or excess cleaning, excuse me, or mm-hmm. damage.
0: Last question. Um, when it comes to withholding funds, I think this is the question. I hear it when I'm in the office, when you guys are on the phone. Mm-hmm. Y- you come off and then we always say, is it worth it? So is it worth it? The ramifications of what could happen, and when I say what could happen, negative review. That person's never coming back to rent your house. That person's telling all their friends, do not rent this person's house. That is, of course, if they don't feel that it's justified, right? I mean, some people, vacationers, yeah, you're you're right. That's a great point to make is that they don't think it's justified. I mean, there are times that I will say someone broke something. Oh, gosh, I broke this. I need to fix this. I'll, fess t- I fess up to it. You know, yeah. some people are really good people, yeah. right? But then there are people, a couple. <laughs> there are a couple out there. You got to find them through the weeds, but you got to get to it. So th- l- let me ask you this is it worth it?
1: That's a really good question, and, and one that we often ask our homeowners. I think when they have withheld sometimes $20, $80 or something, they have found without our even asking them, you know what, it wasn't worth it. And it's very difficult, again, as a homeowner and as as somebody trying to um, advocate um, to, or I shouldn't say advocate for, but to to advise our homeowners. It's not to say that no, don't charge a security deposit because you know what, it's not worth it. You can't can't withhold the money anyway. I don't want people to think that. First of all, if there is a a really big uh, issue, then you should withhold, absolutely. Please don't misunderstand me about that. However, if it is just, you know, even up to $100 worth, it probably is not worth it. The ramifications, as you mentioned, um, of, of the negative review, the, the, the negative um, boomerang, boomerang effect. Um, it was funny when you said they won't come back next year. That's a good point. I actually had somebody, my first tenant this year, who um, it was pretty bad the way they left out. They had a whole bunch of teenagers, and I had teenagers too, I love them, but their, the house was, definitely had excessive damage and she wrote back was clueless and said oh we'd really like to come back next year well of course I'm really not excited about having them back so if it's just a question of you won't get the repeat business I think most of our homeowners will say well I don't want they're never stepping foot in my house again anyway Mm -hmm. but you're absolutely right you sure don't want them a writing a negative review or telling on social media or anything else getting so mad because you withheld twenty dollars or eighty you know what i'm saying so
0: well it kind of goes back to short-term versus long-term right short-term you might get 100 200 bucks back great 200 bucks in your back pocket but if you have a four thousand dollar rental for next summer and, you and you're you're losing people well that has that negative review on there yeah. well what's the micro and what's was the macro right it? was it really worth it in the yeah. end Good stuff. Excellent. She is Elizabeth Whedon. I am Tyler Pyron from WeNeedToVacation.com. I want to thank you so much for tuning into this discussion about security deposits and is it justifiable to withhold deposits or not? you got to come up with those reasons yourself. Anyways, thanks to Elizabeth. I'm Tyler. You'll hear us next time.